I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. so loud isn't it that i didn't it wasn't that loud for me today but the dog headbutted me in the face today and i've had uh like a bleeding nose and i think it might be broken there was a bit of a crack but it's affected my ears as well so so you got headbutted by paddy madden yeah i did puggy madden did he dive into you no i was trying to pick stuff up and he just like he went be typical was, madam died in his to be helpful. Right. It was offside. It was <laughs> offside, yeah. 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 And now, now all his teammates are now out injured. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh well we've had yeah. The the Stockport Warriors injury struck stricken Stockport Warriors. <laughs> um uh, or have got another week off. So we had a week between, or well, 10 days uh, before Walsall, and then had a week off because Notts County was cancelled on, postponed, yeah. sorry, on Saturday. So, nice. Um, yeah. It's been a it's been a week of changes, hasn't it, as well? Honestly, I don't even know where to start. Like, normally, you know, we have the 606 on Sunday, and that's kind of the start of my prep. And then... I'll keep an eye on Twitter. I can't like can't keep up at the moment with yeah. I think because obviously with Look Sports Media, we don't just cover League Two. So every WhatsApp notification or transfer or you know, anything, it's just massive overload. So hopefully we can wade through all of the I don't know, what would you call it? All of Shit. <laughs> yes. To be honest. Um, where does it stay? I mean, I think it starts Thursday night when we're on the live show because we heard rumours about Troy Dina, if you don't uh, mind, during that. And, and it almost yeah. to the second we finished, we yeah. were still in this room chatting afterwards. It was announced. Yeah. And do you know what? Good. I said it at the time. Good. Well, absolutely. And I think what's uh, so when we were talking we talked about because this wouldn't have been on last week's podcast if if people just listen to the podcast uh he'd just been served a four game ban i think um by the fa for abuse of the referee there were all, all sorts of different counts and then the statement that was put out at I don't know what time it would have been on thursday night was just that they parted company and then um <laughs> I've got no words again. I nearly called him Dince Vale. Um, <laughs> Dale Vince. Vale. What was it? There was Dince Vale. We've had John Hopkins. Oh, God. Next to the Sam Hopkins. 
No, Hoskins, John, sorry. Hoskins, yeah. John Hoskins. Oh, anyway, John Hoskins, John Hoskins is a Peloton instructor, though. That's where I got that from. Um, right. Anyway, it's like Matt Kens and Alex Kens. Yeah, yeah Matt and Alex. Okay, you know, I've got some, there's just too much in my head. Twins, um, twins, yeah. But Dale Vince has said since that, it, you know, he couldn't continue after his outburst against the players. So at least they've taken a stand. I think it, you know, it's it's very good. We talk a lot about players' mental health, and for for that um, to have been done so publicly didn't reflect well on obviously on Troy Deeney, nor on the club. For anyone not watching this on YouTube, and most people don't, Liam's playing with his... No, I pressed it by accident. I was trying to turn it up, and it's gone on to colours, and now it won't go back to normal, and I'm trying to think... Oh, oh. It went like a whole... You see, I quite like that one. That was Stockport County Blue. That one's not too bad. They... Oh, you had it then. It's before the blue on your circle. It's like a hot tub. You know, when you've got the colours in the hot tub and yeah, you press right. the button and it goes red and it's like something out of Jaws, that's what your red one's like. Oh, there we go. I've done... Oh, so what, what, the red one? Should we do like... No, oh, no. Oh. No, that looks, like, that looks a bit horror film poster yeah. thing. Which one's Stockport County Blue? Is that that one? That, that one. Yeah, oh, we'll you match my jumper. We'll get rid of that and I'll just go with this one and turn it up like I meant to do. Um, but no, back to it. I I, I agree. He, he couldn't carry on. I know Troy Dean has come out, hasn't he? And basically said they blamed it on results. Yes. Uh, um, no. And then the, the, the best line of it all was they quite clearly only brought me in to use me for my contacts. Yes. <laughs> or you signed Manny Osadibi from Bradford. Like, I, like you're not telling me that Forrest Green didn't know that Bradford existed and couldn't just pick up a phone. Um, <laughs> a couple of days before I though I can't remember who else it was but it was definitely J Jermaine Jenis was were coming in I mean that day must have been his contacts but they're hardly going to turn around uh, bottom of lead two side with a few uh, coaching masterclasses no not at all um, I, I just I love how Troy was part of the problem up until he got the manager's job and then when he got the manager's job he went this is the thing I don't understand at all I feel like he was either utterly oblivious, he's never been a manager before, and was kind of utterly oblivious, oblivious about how players' attitudes are yeah. perceived. He didn't actually get to know any of his teammates. I don't know. It's, I just find maybe, it really, really weird. Maybe with Troy being like the big name in the dressing room, maybe he led the player sort of downturn to get the previous manager sacked so that he'd get the job, and then the players sort of didn't like that maybe he maybe. led it and the players just weren't Rebelled happy with it. it yeah i mean that that's quite machiavellian isn't it given that he he is was very very good friends with david horseman and yeah. that was the rationale for him coming in the first place that yeah. he was going to work with his mate and he was gonna learn on the job if you like but that does make sense that you know the players have, have seen through this kind of like sneaky nefarious yeah. um, <laughs> plot, I don't know. But they're, you know, they're equally going to be very frustrated. They're bottom of League Two. They'll be concerned about their futures. You know, mm. Like we talked to Billy Waters last week, and the more players and managers that I speak to, the more I become aware, and this is going to sound really, really obvious, but they're so human and they're, yeah. the pressure's on them. So, like, Billy Waters talking about you know, wanting, like, just wanting to play football and wanting to go out yeah. and score goals for Donny. But at the same time, pressures from his partner, they, you know, where they yeah. live. I, I just, and again, Pete Wilde talking about the fist pumps, which I keep bringing up because other people keep bringing it up as a reason for hating Pete Wilde. Yeah. But again, it's just really, really human, sensitive reactions. And, you know, for, for players at the bottom of League Two, it can't be a very nice place to be in. And you yeah. you can forgive them a little bit, I think, for being a bit deaverish and acting up a bit. But it is entirely the managers 
and the captain's responsibility to you know harness that frustration appropriately yeah. and direct onto the pitch and here's the thing that what you've just said there is why we started it's weird like so it's two years to the day since the first ever lower league podcast went out oh yeah i didn't see that this morning happy birthday thank you um that what you just said there is why we started doing it in the first place mm -hmm. because the aim was always to sort of start a podcast get people to, to pay attention to it and then we'd get to a point where we could bring people on as guests and the aim was to humanize that's what we mm -hmm. used to say to them like ceos are very very easy targets when things are going wrong yeah but that's because they're just a job title you know managers yeah. are just a manager players they're just a shirt number they're in a position but once you learn who they are and you learn a bit about them it's so much harder to to essentially be a bit of a dick to them online because you realize yeah. that there is a person behind it and everyone yeah. that we've spoken to we haven't interviewed anybody that i would say i've come away and gone they were a bit of a dick then no. like even harry mccurdy and i always use the mccurdy one as an example if anyone ever wonders like when i spoke to clubs before and i'm like we want to this is why we want to do it i use mccurdy's example because we had Port Vale fans messages before saying, I can't wait to see what this kid says and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then messages afterwards going, I'm fuming because I didn't expect to like him. Yeah. And, and that's what it's kind of, I, I love that. And yeah, like Billy Waters, obviously we'd, we'd never spoken to him before. We didn't no. know anything about him no. as, a, as a person. You can do all the research you like. And that's why I don't do much research because it's wrong. Well, it's not only wrong and <laughs> because it's more, it's easier for him to, Sort of just to tell his own story yeah. yeah because because you can have it in writing but there's so many things that won't make the light of day if you just stick to what's in front of you and, yeah. and on record so yeah no, for I, context I, I like for anyone who hasn't listened to it yet and it is it's really i mean he was at uh he's been at crew he's at northampton he's been at barrow wrexham torquay um donny obviously uh, halifax was the other one so he, he's, he has been at lots of clubs and yeah, yeah. the stories will be interesting to lots of fan bases but his wikipedia page was grossly inaccurate and uh yeah. that's that's what we we'd asked about i think it was only his crew wasn't it some injury she's like no no that's been corrected now hasn't yeah. it Yes, well, I don't know if they've taken it out, uh, but I, I, it was correct at that point the, the other night. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, look, I mean, Boris Green are now in the in the hunt for uh, a new manager. Yeah, who do, think, who do you think that'll be? I heard Jimmy Ball, not the Jimmy Ball, a different, different one. Me. You were different. I have you, um, but he's not. <laughs> Not in the odds anywhere. He was interim before um, Rob Edwards. So a, a few back. I mean, Forrest Green are on their fourth manager this season, I think, so far, fourth this fifth. year. Fifth. Fifth. There you go. Yeah, not this, yeah. Someone, not this I thought year. someone said, someone said for fifth, fifth manager. Um, yeah. And it's that ninth in two years. Ninth in two years, which is yeah. horrific, isn't it? Um, and then the other one that I've heard was um, Michael Flynn. Michael Flynn's the one I've heard. Yeah. Michael Flynn, I think, is favourites for it. It makes I mean, sense. I, I mean, I don't. I just, sure, if if it's Flynn, it's money related because mm. any any manager that has any sort of reputation at this level that takes that job right now it's got to be money related for a manager that's up and coming in the national league that wants to try and do something won't be blamed well, right. they won't be looked at as the savior someone with experience will be looked at with a, as a savior and if they fail it's on it is on them so do you not think that david horseman and troy Deeney will be always be the reason that they go down I don't in think the eyes of the Forest Green fans. I don't think they'll blame Horseman. I don't you? I think after what's sort of transpired with Dini, the fact that he was immediately put as full-time manager, I, I think we can all see that there was something going on behind the scenes mm. that 
meant that he he wasn't ever going to succeed. When you've got your main striker ready to step in and become full-time manager, the guy that you're expecting to score goals, who's yeah. who's played at a higher level his entire career and then all of a sudden yeah. can't play football. But for me, uh, I, I don't think they'll blame Deeney as much as they will blame... Sorry, they'll blame Horseman as much as they'll blame Deeney. Interesting. I think as well... Unfortunately, the, the man that could turn them around is probably Scott Lindsay with the experience that he's had at Crawley, but he's not finished that job yet. So, you know, we talk, Pete Wilde talks about his kind of three-year plan, and, but he absolutely saved that team last season. And that's that's who you need, someone. Um, David Artell, again, he's at Grimsby now, but it, he would have been good for that turn around keep a team up he's done it before um so yeah michael flynn is is an option he's an obvious option given um that he's only recently left swindon but i don't know i think they probably need to be a bit braver yeah i i i think i mean just looking now at managers that are out of work and uh, Matt Gray from Sutton. Fresh start. He bring was, him over. He, he was linked with someone else. Who was it recently? Don't know. Can't and remember. then we keep we keep pushing. Neil Wood. Yeah. It's different. All depends on what sort of football they're gonna what football Forest Green are trying to play because they don't really have like an identity this season. I feel like they're just completely no. they've, they've been rudderless, really, haven't they? But then that was a that was a criticism levelled at Neil Wood, wasn't it? And it was something that Richardson, as a personality himself, and David Artell as well, going to Grimsby, yeah, giving giving the team a personality was very important. But I don't think you necessarily get that from Neil Wood. Maybe not. Maybe not. But there's not many available, like in terms of names no. that you would expect to come in and, and save them. It's a shit time as well because if someone comes in, mind you, I mean Scott Lindsay did, didn't he, at Crawley last season? But if someone comes in in the next week or so, that's fine. They might be able to have some influence over the transfer window. But after, realistically, what are we now? The twenty second, so maybe a week. Yeah. After that it's done and you're, you're stuck with whatever you've inherited someone else's decisions yeah. um and and you're stuck it is what it is do you know looking so so going back through it, it there's there's even he uh, there's uh, i think there's keith curl got a job now did he get a job? i don't think he did did it he's involved he's he's working but not in there uh, he's i think he's doing a consultancy role yeah. um or john Askey, who's just come who's just been yeah. sacked at pool he was handed a rough hand with what was going on at pools yeah, behind the scenes. Was. I mean, again, similar to Flynn, things going on off the field didn't help, but the football at the time, he had to take blame for that. But Askey yeah. might get that opportunity. I, I, look, from what I'm hearing, speaking to uh, players, I'm not, I won't name names and things, but speaking to players who met him, he's not a good man. He's not a good manager. I've not met anybody in the game that has anything positive to say about him. So, match made in heaven. Really, <laughs> let's be let's be honest. The club, being being brutally honest, the club that everybody hates, getting the manager that everybody in the game seems to dislike, it, it's made. <laughs> Let them do it. Hold hand in hand, they can skip down to the national league together. Um, um, along with. None of the teams actually. Oh, gee, I didn't haven't even realised that Sutton have dropped. Yeah, yeah. Bottom. Yeah, yeah, they have now. Yeah. Uh, Forest Green drew with Gillingham on Saturday. Which, oh, Gillingham. G Gillingham are, are such a bizarre team, aren't they? There's there's no consistency to Gillingham. Like when we speak about identity and personality, Gillingham don't have one like, at all. And honestly, I'm kind of. I'm almost surprised that they're in eighth, which yeah. at the beginning of the season, it would have shocked me that they were in eighth. But they seem to have been so erratic, so inconsistent that I expected them. I mean, Crawley are 11th. That's ish where I would have been looking for them in the table. Um, 
but that yeah i mean one all draw with fgr on saturday yeah yeah and it's i'm just pulling this up here yeah so one all draw with gilligan if by the looks of things deserved maybe more yeah and that this is what we said when we've spoken to the likes of Doncaster fans. If Boris Green and Colchester, who are making signings, and Salford, mm -hmm. who look like they're turning it around under the new manager, yeah, if they start to pick up form, there is a reason to worry. Um, yeah. And that, if that's anything to go by, it can only be a good thing. But speaking of managers, they're obviously looking for a manager. Notts County have one now. Yes. Which may hard. Uh, which has raised a few eyebrows and given a few people some questions, but I think it's a good appointment. I like it. I'd kind of punted him a couple of weeks ago. It probably wasn't a couple of weeks ago now. It feels, everything feels like it was ages ago. Um, and the kind of the feedback that I had was, oh, no, 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 he's part-time. He's, does he work for like bt or someone someone like that yeah yeah but i mean but what and and you know the at Notts county they have this massive team around them but what's good about the pair of them is that they have done it all themselves so yeah. they can pick and choose the things that they want to do and carry on with but the stuff that brings them down the stuff that takes up their time there's someone else to do that for them now. And I think that is, an, you know, when you go into a new leadership role, you do your, you know, what am I going to do in my first uh, 15 days, 30 days, 45 days, 90 days or whatever. They will suddenly feel like they've got all the time in the world to yeah. make Notts County live up to their potential. Uh, they're sitting in sixth at the moment. Uh, I think... You know, people kept saying on uh, on Friday, Saturday, oh, no, um, Notts County never call games off. It's definitely going to be on. It's going to be warm overnight. If you were Notts County, why on earth would you have wanted to have that game on? You've got a new manager who came in on Thursday. Thursday I think. night, yeah, Thursday evening. They've signed, uh, who did I tell you before, Jaden, somebody or other, Jaden Warner from Norwich has come yeah. in today yeah. they've got injuries that no what I, I wasn't surprised in the slightest when that was called off on Saturday and they've got a you know a week now I don't think they've got a game tomorrow night have they because they're no, all like tomorrow night um before we move on by the way I've just noticed something that's quite funny and I want to show you this is just this shows you just how bad the Deeney situation is. So I okay. use flash scores for my yes. keeping an eye on things. And I always have it open on this screen here when we're talking on this one here. Okay. This is the latest news for League Two. Right. See, see what you can notice. These are okay. in chronological order, by the way. All right. Oh, God. It's too small. Hang on, no, I can make my I can make my screen bigger. Hang on, let me do that. Right, so Forest Green Rovers boss Troy Deeney sacks after just six games. So that's the eighteenth of January. That's the most recent news. That's the most recent. <laughs> Lower League English football action in the holiday season, the twenty second of December, and the news story before that on the twentieth of December is Troy Deeney appointed as new head coach of Forest Green Rovers. So I mean. Is the top is two of the top three stories in League Two, according to Flash Cause, his appointment and his sacking. Oh, interesting. So by contrast, so I use uh, footballwebpages.co.uk, which I quite enjoy. We are in for a sponsorship or something. There, yeah. No, no, no um, I've got a friend who's a scout for Accrington, and he but he told me that he uses it and it's really good. But they've got Forest Greeny. Oh my god. Forest Greeny, <laughs> Troy Deeney from Forest Greeny. I've got concussion. The dog's done me over. Oh my god! Forest, Forest Green, Zach Deeney, and then we've got um, Williamson and his mentally fatiguing style driving MK Dons forward. Mike Waller, Mike Wilkinson. Just, I give up. Do you know what? Let's just go back to actual games. Yeah. 
Okay, let's go back to the game. There were, there were four games at the weekend, Hannah. We've covered one of them in Gillingham Forest Green. Um, <laughs> game of the weekend for me in the league, Barrow versus Crew, fifth versus fourth. Saw Barrow's unbeaten run at home come to an end in a in an in a domination by crew. It wasn't even a no unfortunately it, it, for, for Barrow, it wasn't even a uh free free one flat as them like the crew were just according to the Barrow fans better all over the park. And they've been like that in games this season. But again, another team that can be really inconsistent. Mm. Um, if they could have kept that form up and that sort of attitude towards games, they'd, they'd probably be in that top three. I know. Yeah. First time Barrow have lost at Holker Street all season. Yeah. Which is immense. Um, I think it goes back to... Oh, it'll around, go back to... Around this time last year, the last time they yeah. lost at home. It's uh, And it was another game, we've talked about this before, uh, that Pete Wilde's not been on the bench and yeah. Barrow have lost a game that you would otherwise have expected them to at least show up in. Yeah. And so. uh, Crew leapfrogged them into fourth place, moving Barrow down to fifth. So... Well... It just shows um, what an impact Pete Wilde does have when he's in the dugout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Even though it's like, I mean, it's a proper dugout at Barrow. Yeah, if there was ever torrential rain, they'd be screwed. Like, during the yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's, why, that's why when it rains, people like Ben Whitfield and Dom Telford can't go on the bench because they'll, they'll, they'll <laughs> not, if, they stand, if they stand up, they're, they're, they're below the the thing. They, yeah. They have little Bibs need to out. be like life jacket. Inflatable ones. Yeah. Uh, see, this, this is where we find out if, if Ben Whitfield pays attention and watches the podcast because if he does, he'll text uh -huh. me, he'll say something about that. And if he doesn't, uh -huh. then I'll ask him why. Uh, but yeah, look, it, no, no, no real complaints from anyone in that game. I don't think it just seemed crew turned up and were the better team. And you know, event look eventually, similar to when Mansfield were unbeaten at the beginning of the season, losing at home as maybe might be what they needed at this point because yeah. they've drawn a fair bit at home as well. So yeah, but crew are on a bit of a run as well, aren't they? Second yeah. in the form table, uh, that's four wins in a row for them. So they've beat. They've beaten Bradford, um, sorry, and then <laughs> Mansfield, Swindon, and then Barrow. Uh, and before that, Drew with Newport County, who we'll get on to. Their last loss was against Walsall. Yeah. And, and I think that's like for Barrow, showing that you aren't invincible can sometimes give you that kick up the arse. And given yeah. where they are in the table, a kick, a kick up the arse for Barrow right now could be, it, it could be season defining for them. Yeah. Um, and this, I know this next few weeks, I mean, the Barrow fans said it last night, it's a tough few weeks of games that yeah, they've got. But again, make or break, this is where they've got to, if they really want to be considered at the top end, this is where they've got to show that they can do it. So it's, it's obviously Notts County, MK Dons, uh, AFC Wimbledon, uh, which I don't know why they don't just play them games both in one. I mean, they're <laughs> And then they've got Forest Green and Salford, which is a bit of a you know a bit, bit more of a, a reprieve at this point. But Salford obviously started to turn it around, and you don't know what Salford you're going to get. Forest Green drawing with Gillingham. By the time those games roll around, it's middle of February, windows closed. They'll have their teams for the running, and they'll be fighting for their lives. Both of those teams. Yeah. Then yeah. they've got Bradford. Then they've got Crawley, Gillingham. Like they they've not got a game that I would look at and go, that's a that's dead set. No. Well, I mean, yeah. Crew as well, under, well, belly ball, isn't it? That it's, they've been, I don't know, where are they on the table now? I expected them when they kind of started to be a fourth. See, they kind of come from, They've always been there or thereabouts, but they dropped down below the playoffs and have inched their way back in. And they're actually equal yeah. on points, but played two more than, than Mansfield. They're one of the few teams that have played 28. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, Mansfield are now starting to play their games. I know tomorrow they've got a catch-up game. Have. Yeah. It's Sutton tomorrow. I think it is. And it's ourselves and Salford as well. We're playing... Um, so yeah, Mansfield, Sutton, Bradford, Salford, MK Dons, and AFC Wimbledon. Hmm. You know, an inter squad friendly, and uh, then Markham and Crew. So Crew are playing again tomorrow 
as well. Um, you but, see, um, Wimbledon have signed Ronan Curtis. It's got to be an Ali Al Hamadi prep because he's. But, I'm still adamant that he's going. There's no way they're getting what they think they're getting for him, are they? They're not getting two million pound for him. Oh no! But that's what they're claiming. They're, they're all all the fans are adamant that he's going for two million pound if he goes. <laughs> There's just so much nonsense about at the moment, isn't there? Yeah. With um, but, yeah, right. So Ronan Curtis is their Republic of Ireland international from Portsmouth until the end of the season. Just what you need, another player that you're going to lose to international breaks. <laughs> Replacing a player that you keep losing to international breaks. Um, who is the other big one? Uh, Leeds play. Who was that? Um, Leeds United player going to yeah to MK Dons. Yeah, uh, let me bring it up here. Yes, it was a. It's a. It's a, apparently a very good sign. I think uh, Leeds fans were quite shocked that they were getting him in. So let me just pull it up here. It is when it works for me. There's been a lot, hasn't there? Like that, we've got uh, Rico Richards at. From Villa, uh, we've got the lad from United as well. That I can't remember what his name is. Um, it's been. It feels like more big clubs are perhaps have seen how Louis Barry did and are embracing this lower league run out potentially with the very cynical. Um, Believe that they'll increase the value if they don't come back ready to play for them in the in the championship or in the yeah. Premier League. Um, Lewis Bate, right? Lewis Bate, they said. But but I think it's also, and this is where uh, we're seeing the the league is getting stronger in terms of quality. Like it's mm. getting better, so it's it's no longer the place that. You don't get me wrong. There's teams that do play that kind of rough style of football and. You know what they call it anti-football, don't they? But mm-hmm. at the same time, there's teams now that are playing very, very good, nice pass and move, fluid football, and it is somewhere to come and make yourself better. It's not just yeah. somewhere like, players used to come on loan to these leagues to get fitness. Yes, it's not about yeah. that anymore. It is it's no. genuinely about bettering yourself as a player, and that's a credit to everyone for making the yeah. league stronger. Um, I just wish that Sky and the likes would. Spread it out a bit. I, here's the thing. So, 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 can we talk about that? Because we've also got many games to talk about. But Sky, I've thought about this so many times. How can a channel, how can a company like Sky have a channel don- uh, dedicated to Formula One, mm-hmm. which has... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Not on all year round, like football, and then when it is on, it has a qualifier every other Saturday and then a race every other Sunday. But they've got a 24-7 channel on. And yet we have football pretty much all week. Or, you know, throughout the EFL, you'd probably say five, six days a week there will be some form of EFL football on. And mm-hmm. we can't get we can't just get an EFL channel. That's what when I they mean, start got a Harry making... Potter channel, haven't they? So <laughs> but it's like you, you pay for Sky, and this is where it's a joke. You pay for Sky TV, and you've got Sky Sports, Sky Sports Premier League, and Sky Sports Football all showing the same game. Mm. Like three channels all showing the same broadcast. Yeah. And then you've got, like, I mean, even I mean, being honest, I know it's Premier League, but Everton last week, 
you couldn't watch them live. Mm -hmm. But two of the channels were showing the same game. And it, yeah. it should be, if it, for me, yes, there should be a, a bidding for the games. Let them have their pick. Once they've had that, it should be a case of you're bidding to be the first choice. You then have your choice as you choose which games you want. Any that you don't want, then go into a pop for the next broadcaster who'll pay less, but they get to choose. And that's how we'll see more of it. I think it just, it, it pisses me off. Like we don't get anywhere near. And to be fair, it should piss me off because if the, if we did get the recognition, we wouldn't be doing podcasts because that's another reason we started doing it in the beginning because we yeah. were like, fed up of not getting recognition as a as a league but i just yeah there's there's just not any sort of and the thing, to see what happens with this new deal i was gonna say yeah it is coming like when we came up from the national league i really missed that vanarama coverage on bt so sports as it was so um true. and it you know it was really nice to be able to watch not necessarily county but you know what was going on um and i still do a little bit sometimes yeah. Should we have an I... break? that's a good idea yeah let's do see i did it perfect yeah but thanks for singing through all that because that means that when i have to find the quiet bits Anna, you don't need I to find the quiet bit because you you just make note of it. Thirty three minutes and twenty seconds. Oh God! Right. So, um, just back to what we were talking about there. I mean, it's been a yeah. long break. I've forgotten a lot of it. But <laughs> talking about like the presentation of like BTRT and T as it's called now. Mm -hmm. Something I wish clubs would do more. Have you watched or have you seen Leighton Orient on iFollow? No, I don't think so. They have, in like build up to the game and at halftime, they have full pitch side a panel. Oh, really? So, yeah, when we played them last season, I went like a full stood down there talking, the interview manager when he comes past, they speak oh. to players at halftime, they do full analysis. And it's like, I, I'd love to see that more. Like, because the thing is, while we've got iFollow, the clubs have got free reign to do that if they want to. I and didn't realize game, that. So yeah. I thought that because, um, County and sometimes I watch the Salford one as well, just so I can hear well. Um, yeah. but it starts like as the game starts, pretty much. Yeah. Whereas uh, I was watching, I think it was Wrexham's as opposed to Newport's on Saturday, and they had they were talking, you know, that kind of punditry pre commentating beforehand and it was the first time. So that makes sense that you yeah. do have the ability to do that. I just always assumed that. It it started when it started. No, no, it, it can be done, and and, and I think that I think more clubs should take advantage of that because here's yeah. the thing: it doesn't have to be professionals and you know people that you pay. Every club's got content creators that do yeah. things and things like this that, that they'd be confident standing and talking about the build up yeah. to a game, and you could get you know you can get a fan of another club to it'd be a bit like what fan zone used to be on Sky yeah. Sports. I, I like the idea of that. It's an opportunity for marketing as well. Like, oh, we've got, okay. you know, X Games going on sale on Tuesday and yeah. we've got, you know, meet Vernon the Bear on <laughs> Monday night. What? One of us froze then and I wasn't sure. I think it's me. It was you. I, you. I, just you thought that, mine. I thought that you were stunned by Vernon the Bear. No, I don't. I, I'm not stunned by Vernon. I don't. I don't get starstruck by lesser mascots. Oh, I was gonna. I don't know where it's gone. I had that Vernon the Bear mask, didn't I? Well, I, I think it's something that we should maybe pitch. Yeah. To clubs and say we want we want to come in and come in and, and do your. We want to do dream. a game for it. Let's do a game for you before. Let's do some pop some pre match and we'll and we'll see how. It, I, I think it's a. I think it's a winner. Yeah. Um, I think it looks great. I mean, like, if you get a chance, just just have a look at Orient's before a home game, and it, it yeah. really. I was shocked when I watched it, and I was like, "This is this is brilliant." Is this because you often see people as well who aren't used to using the live stream? They'll go on like Facebook and say it's not working because there's just nothing yeah. there. You know, it's five yeah. minutes before the game starts, and there's nothing there to tell yeah. you that you're in the right place. Or yeah, yeah, 
yeah. So well, let's, let's let's try and pitch That's it. That's value to... for money as well for the Will at Salford, if you're listening. <laughs> That's an idea, isn't it, Will? Yeah. That's a... uh, do you think we've got a game tomorrow night? Yes. Do you? Yes. Yes. Is it going to be on? Bradford Salford should be on tomorrow. There's no reason. Like we've had, it's windy, but the weather's not been cold. Cold. It should be all right. It, they're not. Graham Alexander said he's very confident he'll be on. Oh he's right, very much today. So, so yeah, it looks like we're are you coming over. I might do. Yeah, yeah no, I will do if it's on. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, so I've, got, not. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a football for you here, haven't I? Oh uh, yeah, I've got sweets for your kids. Clip that. And just put that little line on TikTok on its own, Ryan. Just just Hannah saying she's got sweets for my kids. No, and just don't, no context, no nothing. <laughs> just clip it and put it out. You can put out me saying that the clap is back as well uh, last week. Just We've got to start getting some out-of-context clips because we love out-of-context accounts, don't we, Hannah? <laughs> so much. Um, I was going to say I could bring some sweets to Charlie as well, but that sounds even worse. So, yeah. Hey, Sorry, Charlie. Let's also do Wrexham Newport. Oh, who saw that coming? Well, after getting turned over by Newport to end our <laughs> you did <laughs> beaten, unbeaten, no winning streak, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I saw it coming, but Newport clearly have got it in them. It'd be really interesting to see because they've obviously got a big game energy. How they yeah. do against Manchester United in the? I know. Imagine that. Uh, they, could, um, they could do. It wouldn't surprise me to see them turn no. up in that game. Well, but, also it's at home, so yeah. you've got players that. I mean, they're not going to have played on pitches like that for no. a while. Should you think they'll scrub off the rugby lines? <laughs> I think they'll. Well, you could see them on Saturday. They were. They were there. They weren't. You know, I think you will because it's all about it's going to be all about presentation for them. <laughs> it's, it's about putting them in the shop window, and I think they will, um, unless they feel like it's an advantage to them having them there. You know, it's, a, yeah, it's like a, a bit disorienting. Well, yeah. I mean, look at Harry Lewis <laughs> picking up the ball outside his area when he did. It happens. Um, yeah. Do you know? Look, other... go, on. Oh, go on. No, go on. Sorry, go on. No, I was going to say the other thing about why you shouldn't have not seen it coming. Or should have seen it coming. There's an article in the Athletic today, um, which I normally bitch about, but actually I really enjoyed this because it's full of stats. And uh, Wrexham, it's talking about Wrexham's home performance versus Wrexham's away performance. Yeah. So um, home, it, it, you know, there's all sorts of stats. They, you know, they've not, uh, they've don't score as many goals versus uh, home. There's kind of all sorts of things, but the most stark one is in xg for and against so um expected goals over performance in home games in the top four tiers they are top with 19 this is stats from opta and then you've got plymouth you've got Tranmere, Tranmere a third all four leagues crew Notts county city newport county so we're, we're really and then swindon we're really but, well. Swindon, you've got to look. Swindon's beginning of the season. That's yeah. that's what that does. You know, they had yeah. five. We have a game where they right six. They had five all. Okay. So expected goals under performance in away games, top four tiers, bottom Wrexham on minus seven point one. And this is where there's not so much representation. You've also got Wimbledon, AFC Wimbledon, and Newport County. So Newport County feature in both as well. Home and away, which uh, encur is encouraging because we've got them at home in the next month or yeah. so, and they were one of the few teams that have beaten us this season. But yeah, that's that's the difference for Wrexham, and whether you know it's home support, it's well, that's the thing. You build a fortress, really, at home. really stark. They've, they've built a fortress at home, and, mm -hmm. and you know what? It's like it's like for us, the opposite. Mm -hmm. we're, we we're better away from home. I think we've won three times at home this season. Yeah, um, which is horrific for for, a, for for a team like us with the size of the stadium and the crowds. We should be thriving on that, but this season yeah. it's gone against us. And Wrexham, it's worked for them at home, but away from home, it, it's not been good. 
this year. I mean, stats, they were battered, let's be honest. Yeah. The other thing they do as well, like it's not even just, they almost seem to play a different style. So I think it was long balls. There's a, you know, they play a much higher percentage of long balls away than they do at home. I I just find it. It's really, really interesting. It's a a proper lot. Who wrote it? Uh, Richard Sutcliffe, who write, I should have realised that, writes um, a lot for Wrexham um, and it was published, oh, it was yesterday, January 21st. But it's definitely worth a read if you kind of have any interest in just general kind of stats and data and and weird things. Wrexham as well, because it might explain if you're a Wrexham fan and you're unsure what's happening. There's your answer. Um, But stats-wise, Newport ahead in every single metric, every single measurable metric with Newport are ahead. And obviously Wrexham, it, it started poor and it got worse. Will Boyle being sent off early in the first half. Yeah. No arguments. Like There were a few <laughs> Wrexham fans arguing about it at first, but I think now that's kind of died down. It doesn't matter whether you get the ball, you follow through. Hi, it's dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous. You can you can win the ball a hundred out of a hundred times if you follow through in that way. You are out of control. It's reckless. It's dangerous. You've endangered your opponent. It's mm-hmm. a red card. Yeah. Uh, he'd only just come back into the squad. There's Wrexham fans now saying they hope he doesn't play for them again after it because I feel like they were at the. Yeah. They've said that he's just not the player they expected. Championship pedigree defender. Although being honest. Championship pedigree defender. He was in a very bad championship side last season. Yeah. So I'd say last season they were a League One defense. But the, it just shows that there's a complete difference in style from League One championship to League yeah. Two. Players can't just drop. And we mentioned it last night on the 606. Charlie Austin's another example, dropping mm-hmm. that quality, dropping down. And I think you mentioned uh who i also called something completely different because apparently that's what i'm doing at the moment and and it's not a knock on nick powell because if you put him back in in a league one top end team he'd thrive charlie austin i feel like if you put charlie austin in a top end league one team he'd thrive um but it's just a different game altogether down here and then you've Mm -hmm. got to think they're doing it for less money it's harder work it's less money than what they've been getting. Obviously, Will Boyle will be a bit different. He's probably earning the same amount as what he was earning yeah. or around. But really yeah. Um, but credit to Newport because they've absolutely done Wrexham over there. And, it, you know, weirdly, it keeps it gets called a derby, but that's only because they both play in Wales. Um, yeah. And going right back to the beginning of the season when we didn't really know how what it was going to be like with the kind of Wrexham Circus. And we interviewed the guys from Fearless Intervention. And I remember yeah. saying to Tim, oh, I feel a, a tight, just a tiny bit sorry for you in that they are everyone's cup final. Yeah. And so, you know, this, it's that, again, this big game mentality. And I had a, a, a you know, we were talking about things that we put in Rose Ed and mine at the time was being top of the table, people behaving, you know, we've got the away fans immediately next to us in the family stand at Stockport County. Away fans behave in a a certain way with a big game and, you know, they can win one. I remember, like, we we know how insufferable Kieran was after they beat Stockport County. Same, you know, with, with Wrexham. It's it's seen as it's not just a win, it's it's a big win and it's important and um it could be really um I don't know, I got quite uh not upset by it, but quite affected by it. Like I didn't want to be, I just like to fly under the radar and but you yeah. know, you raise your head above that parapet as Wrexham, as top of the league, as you know, as whatever else, and suddenly you're everyone's cup final, and it's not nice to be on the other side of because people do raise their game. But this is we've had this for years, mm. and this is where this season the pressure's probably off a little bit more, and it's why it's disappointing yeah, yeah. that we've not taken advantage at home. Obviously, when the numbers and things like that, it's like when I spoke to Pete Wilde and Pete said there's players in the squad at this level that will never play in front of more than seventeen thousand people. So mm-hmm. for them, that that's it. It's pinnacle. Um, yeah. And it's so they do raise the game, but this season the pressure and obviously the attention has been on Wrexham. This is why I feel Salford did so well last season. 
Yeah. And I've said it for a while. Crawley, last summer, were the, we're going to go out and sign the best players. We're going to throw money mm-hmm. at this and try and buy our way out of the league, which is what everybody had said that Salford were doing. So yeah. last year, Salford flew under the radar. Crawley mm-hmm. were the team that everybody went after and hated. Mm. Also flew under the radar and had a phenomenal season for them. And I, yeah, I think, I think Salford have been displaced a little bit this season as well by Wrexham. You know, they were look, there were the documentaries. They, yeah. you know, very well known, wealthy ownership team. But it feels like they've they've been displaced now. Is I don't feel the same antagonism against Salford as there have been in previous seasons but is that also because of the opportunities we've had as because we've we've seen behind the scenes at Salford and seen how it works and I feel like that's a big part of it for me because I even last season when I went to watch I went to watch Bradford versus Salford in the Mm -hmm. uh the piece of cup and I still found it hard to because like I knew some of the players, obviously Elliot Watt had gone there. Yeah, I knew him from his time at Bradford and like he went down in front, he, he dived and he knew he dived because he was smiling <laughs> at the Bradford fans. And it was like, I felt I just couldn't hate them. Like no. I, had them before I, know, I, don't, I don't mean like me and us. I mean, generally people generally. just don't get as riled up about Salford and yeah, the owners and all of that as, as they have done previously. Um, just on documentaries though. Can I can I say um, <laughs> no because obviously there's a welcome to Wrexham and that gets all the attention. Yeah, I didn't know Salford had one until recently, like, <laughs> which is which is on me. To be fair, I don't watch live TV, so no. I only watch like TV when there's football and I'll put the game on. But generally, I wouldn't go. Oh, what's on the TV guide? I would mm-hmm. Netflix and things like that. Um, I've watched some of Welcome to Wrexham, and I know that. We've got Stace watching us record this tonight. And she, Stace, please don't take offence to this, but I didn't like Welcome to Wrexham because... I oh, I loved like, it. See, I didn't feel like it was a true representation. I feel like they, they, they've made it a circus. And that's fine because it's what people have bought into and it's brought a lot of money and a lot of attention. That's what that's what the aim was. But I feel that Salford's is more realistic as to what it takes to be a club at this level. Yeah, I think uh, Welcome to Wrexham is, I imagine, primarily for a a non-Welsh, non-UK audience. It's very glossy. I mean, it's just won a bloody Emmy. Like, you know, that works. It works. um, You know, and but it's also it kind of works from a like you watch. I remember watching the episode that they didn't win the league we won the league and you know there's that kind of interest but also the um I guess the interpretation and I don't some of me wonders whether it's done intentionally you know when they did that map and Blackburn um pulled it up and said you need instructions on how to get here things like that that right so it's you know it's a level of shithousery that I have an innate respect for, like the block media Gillingham video. Well, people say um, that I do it on Twitter, and I'll be I, I do do it on Twitter for effect. Sometimes yeah. there, are, there are things that I post knowing full well that there's going to be a reaction to it, but it's not people think it's just farming for likes, it isn't. It's about like from those conversations, genuine conversations take place, yeah. and like that, that's that's you learn you do learn from it and mm-hmm. you know but like people think I, I and many many others have come forward and said genuinely believe Walsall was part of Birmingham <laughs> genuinely believe that up until a week ago Walsall fans are outraged that anyone could ever think that and they think that just me one of them said tonight that it's only <laughs> me and three Swindon fans that believe that they were in Birmingham I'm like no it wasn't no, it was no, pretty no, much no. everybody outside of Walsall yeah so Walsall is a, a suburb or an area of Birmingham yeah. you know, we, we've learned a lot in that we had a Walsall fan explain what the black country is <laughs> and like how it worked. And that's that was and the flag. Who knew that there was the black yeah. country flag? Yeah. And we we did, but this thing we didn't, but we're we're not expected to we shouldn't be expected to know that. Like maybe we should because we cover the yeah. league, but we don't look well, at the grown-ups. No, but I I don't look at Walsall and say, oh, whereabouts like 
if I go to Walsall, I say to people, I'm driving to Birmingham. <laughs> I'm going down Birmingham. Because yeah. people generally, like, unless you're a football fan, they don't know where places like Walsall necessarily are. I like, just, like, Walsall for me, at the ground, is just a milestone on yeah. the, like, it's it's yeah. not on the toll road for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. Slumming it, and I've got to drive yeah. past the Poundland Stadium. It's, for, for me, it's, I'm halfway at Swindon. <laughs> that's pretty much where I'm at I'm like I'm, 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 yeah. I'm past halfway to Swindon so yeah well and I'm looking forward to this week because we've got there's four games tomorrow and there this are. weekend we've got a full programme again apart from Harrogate Newport and Wrexham Crawley obviously they're cup games aren't they so they've been called off top of the form table <laughs> top of do you know but again we said this at the beginning of the season, even when Harrogate were kind of looking shite at the beginning of the season, they always have a period in the game, in the season. Yeah. They'll still finish 21st <laughs> because that's what happens. They'll have this period and at the end of January, they'll go on a horrific run and this run that they've been on now will save them. And it, it happened last year. It yeah. happened the year before. They always have a purple patch in the middle of the season, which is completely <laughs> out of character. And then they go to shit again. And that's, it's just the way that Harrogate do things. Like Grant last season, weirdly, somehow Grant, Harrogate were eight points clear of relegation with two games left. And Grant was still adamant they were getting relegated. Yes. Um, because you just expect them to be, yeah. to lose those last few games. But no, it's, uh, I, I am looking forward to this week. We've, uh, we've got a lot of things upcoming and it's exciting times, isn't it? Yeah, and the transfer window shenanigans are only going to ramp up over the next week or so. Yeah. Um, no. So I, I, I still think we've got the, I think the signing of the window is still to come for someone. Yeah. I yeah. Think, feel like, um, I don't know, again, I don't know whether it's tactical on Wrexham's behalf. But they've not really done any business at all. Are they doing it really, really quietly? Um, and they're one of the few clubs in the league that don't have any leaks, and they're stopping. You know, it's 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 stopping other clubs. Oh, Wrexham are interested in them. I'll go and have a look at them. They yeah. they must be worth a look. Um, yeah. Josh Stokes has signed for Bristol supposedly today, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. I say Bristol. I can't remember whether it's City or Rovers. I think it's I think Rovers. It's Rovers. Yeah, it is Rovers. Um, and then, good. but he's been loaned back to yeah. Aldershot for the rest of the season, which is a nice touch. It's like uh, McAtee did with Luton and Grimsby. Grimsby, yeah. Um, what would you say is your game of the weekend? Shall I read them out? I've got, so for anyone who's listening, we've got Wimbledon, Mansfield, Crew versus Salford, Doncaster, Stockport. Forest Green, Accrington, Grimsby, Tranmere, MK Dons, Gillingham, Markham, Colchester, Notts County, Barrow, Swindon, Bradford, Walsall, Sutton. I know mine. Notts County, Barrow. Yeah, it's got to right. be, hasn't it? It's, it's a that's a big game for both teams. Yeah. First, I first manager. Well, first it's thing. fifth place, sixth as yeah. well. New manager bounce. It'll give. I mean, we wouldn't expect Notts County to change their style. I mean, that's why they've got Stuart Maynard in. He would. He's he's delivering what yeah. the owners want and that that style yeah, of play. Yeah. Um, they're at home, so they'll have that advantage. Um, yeah, I've just noticed that Harrogate and Newport County is on Friday night, and I'm trying to remember what I'm doing on Friday night. I could go to Harrogate and have a party. Oh, what am I doing Friday night? Uh. No, it's not. Harrogate Newport's not on Friday night. It's been postponed. Friday, Friday the, oh, it's still showing on here. It's Friday the 26th. No, no. Newport have got FA Cup. Oh, yes, they have. Boom. Yeah, same, same as Wrexham Crawley. Oh, uh, but that means that at some point that's going to be on Tuesday a night Tuesday night. Get in. So if it's, yeah, we can, we can go. We can go to Harrogate and do a do yeah. some air cracking. Well, I know we've, this is, I think, the first time this season we've been less than an hour on a podcast. But yeah, it's probably that we've only had four games, and I think we've only talked yeah. about two of them. So, no, we talked about three, didn't we? We mentioned the Gillingham one, <laughs> rightly. We mentioned Barrow and Crew, and we spoke. The other one we didn't talk about, I think, was uh, Markham MK Dons. 
And that's because you're not allowed to say anything positive about MK Dons, apparently. <laughs> so totally bizarre. Um, but Morecambe did win. Morecambe did win, yeah. Um, uh, we nailed down at half time. But... In front of a, an above average number of League Two fans. Yeah. And uh, Milton Keynes, Dons still in seventh. And Morecambe down at 13. Morecambe are the team that. When yeah, I expect to see them further up, they're further down, and when and vice versa. <laughs> yeah, when you expect them to go down there, they're always kind of pushing on. Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah. Well, um, thanks for tuning in, guys. I suppose is that. Is yeah. That, are we, are we, yeah. Yeah. Breakdown. Breakdown on Thursday. Breakdown on Thursday. Um, game tomorrow night. I... Test podcasts on Wednesday for a new form of podcast that we're putting out, Hannah, which is always exciting. Um, so we're excited for everyone to see that once it goes live, once we've got the format right. Um, mm-hmm. And again, for anyone who's listening who didn't tune in on the 606 last night, because we know that not everyone listens to everything. If you've got any suggestions, any ideas for different podcasts, different features, things like that, send them over mm-hmm. because we are very, very receptive to doing new things. We've got a huge team of people. We've probably got too many people for what we currently do, which is why we're bringing on new podcast That's ideas. Podcasts. <laughs> it's what? Hence more podcasts. Yeah, yeah. But the, the, for me, if we've got the people, oh the, yeah, 100%. we can never ever publicize this league too much. There's there's so much going on in this league that yeah. we could probably we could probably put out a podcast individually for each team weekly. Yeah, we, we, it still would be okay. Oh, we are very much though looking for championship podcast presenters. And so if and National League. So if you are interested or you know someone that might be, they don't have to have had any experience. We provide full training on the job. Um yes. then get in touch at Look Sports Media on Twitter or Ryan at looksports.media on email. Uh, to be fair, they can email, I believe, info at looksports.media and it'll come through yeah. to all all of yes. us so as well so we but yeah just put yeah. a little email as to what it is you want to do and we'll look up to be fair the same with all at all levels it doesn't have to be championship and nationally no, we, we, no, kind no. Of, we want those at the minute we need some championship hosts people who've got experience of the league yeah. um but you know if you're interested in league two league one still come on because there's there's going to be work and opportunities there yeah um, and from last week we've got the nathan rooney interview who yeah. um is currently managing Bruno's Magpies in Gibraltar, but came up through Blackburn and um, experience at various clubs in, well, particularly Crawley and League Two. Yeah. Um, and then Billy Waters, who yeah. has played for all the all the clubs. Well, he oh, hasn't, course. but um, a really genuinely lovely bloke and uh, a good listen, I think. Two completely He's- different styles of interviews, but both. Really, yeah. <laughs> like, really really engaging and like if i found myself kind of because i wasn't involved that's the first one i've not been involved with the nathan oh, Rudy uh, one. Yeah, so yeah. for me i was like i didn't want to jump in and listen to it while it was being recorded because i was uh-huh. like i want to listen to it after i want to just, and, and I, yeah. I really enjoyed it because i don't get to do that um, yeah. and then upcoming we've got uh we've got the cowleys and we also have yeah. the first time <laughs> ever a returning guest in uh david artell so I've been chatting with him a lot this last 24 hours about I'm quite excited to hear him talk about things that we've been yeah. talking about on, on text and stuff because things about his vision for Grimsby and what he believes between now and the end of the season holds pushing on into the summer. Like yeah. for Grimsby fans, if there are Grimsby fans do listen to this, it's going to be unreal and it's going to give you such a clear idea as to why yeah. Things are happening the way they're happening. Right. And what's going to happen? It's I was going to say it would be really interesting because obviously things are incredibly busy at the moment. So it's likely to be after the transfer window ends. Yes, like yeah. looking back on, right, you know, what went the way you expected it to? Where were the spanners in the works? There's all sorts of rumors at the moment about Grimsby and um, yeah, yeah. Emil Conte's departure potentially to Bristol Rovers. Yes. Yes. Um, but but Gavin Hollihan is not. No, not going even, to Hartlepool. That's that's a that's a confirmed, definite, not happening. Uh, yeah. And people were like, "Oh, how do you know what she saw?" Like, yeah. Dave, I tell. <laughs> I asked I him outright, and he said, "I hope this helps. He's not leaving." <laughs> I love that being able to kind of pick apart the 
like the headlines and actually what happened before uh, in the in the background as much as he's able to share yeah of course i mean we didn't go into it it just i just said look i've got hartlepool fans (laughs) begging for hollahan back they think it's a done deal and it was just you know i hope this helps he's not leaving okay (laughs) Uh, well guys other than that thank you very much for tuning in we'll uh We'll catch you next time. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.